This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. ESPN Radio Syracuse, this is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Joining us now on the phone, assistant coach to your Syracuse men's basketball team, Jerry McNamara. Jerry, now that we've got a few games under our belt, do we feel like we're settling into a starting five, or a, a lineup that we can count on? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think we're starting to establish some sort of rotation. You know, I think the first few games were a little bit difficult because we faced, you know, quite a few zones. You know, I think the Oakland game was really good for us because we got a team to pressure us a little bit. We got a chance to work on our man-to-man offense, you know, which in, in the first few exhibitions wasn't, you know, to put politely, it wasn't the, great, the greatest vision that we've, we've ever put on the court. So uh, it was nice. It was nice for us to get out on the court and, and, and be able to execute a little bit against, a, you know, a defense that we're probably going to see a little bit more often as the season progresses. But, yeah, you know, I think, you know, the, you know, Marek's emergence has kind of, um, you know, been the biggest, not surprise, but I, I you know, I think, uh, you know, it, it's been, it's been the biggest boost, I'd say, you know, his, his ability, not just on the offensive end to, to create opportunities for himself for offensive rebounds, but he's really smart. You know, he's, he's played with energy on both ends of the court. We've seen him fake and come back and steal the ball. Uh, when the opposing team is inbounding it, you know, a few times now. So, uh, you know, he's really emerged and, and kind of implanted himself in, into the rotation. And, um, you know, the way he's played doesn't look like he's going anywhere. So, you know, and then last night, Pascal, you know, it, it was the best we've seen him. You know, we've seen him in stretches in practice where he's been able to alter shots and be aggressive and finish on the offensive end. But, you know, I thought last night was, was you know, the best we've seen him so far. You know, I watched the game and, and and I watched the highlight reel a couple of times, and and you know my my projections of where and and a meeting with Jim at his conference, and I said to him, you know, you're you rely heavily on the perimeter shooting, which when you get into ACC play against teams that will have multiple big bodies in the paint, how are you going to combat? Is it going to be rebounding by community? You know, is it we're going to be just scrambling really hard because it's going to be tough to match up with paint with people in the paint unless you're shooting at a really really high percentage to compete within the ACC. But then yesterday's game, your center shows up and the guy's a monster in there. Yeah, he was terrific. You know, I mean, if if we left him out there, he he legitimately had a chance for a triple double. You know, he, he needed two more blocks. You know, I think the biggest thing, too, when you add Barama into the mix, and we saw in the first few exhibition games that he was a factor around the rim as well. So, you know, it's it's somewhat of a two-headed monster. I think we need, the first and foremost, we need to get Barama healthy. He's been having some, some knee pain, and, um, you know, that that's the most important thing is we have to get him back to full percent, you know, full 100%, because he's not moving the way he was. Um, you know, but Pascal picked a heck of a time to, to show up and, and, and alter shots, and it's going to be a, a huge, huge thing for us. You know, we weren't a great defensive team last year, but we were a really good offensive team. Uh, you know, when you lose the likes of Andrew White, uh, Tyler Lydon, and, and John Gillen from the perimeter, you know, it takes away a lot of your three-point shooting. I think Tyus Battles picked that up a little bit, and Frank Howard's really improved his jump shot. Um, you know, but we only took eight threes last night. I thought it was our most efficient, effective game that we've played so far, certainly from an execution standpoint, but um, you know, on the defensive side, you know, to go back, Daniel, to you know, to your point, is is it has to be by committee. You know, I, I think Matthew Moyer has proven that he could be an efficient rebounder. O'Shea certainly proved it. Pascal has proved it. Brahm has proved it. Uh, and now Marek has proven it. So when you have that that type of 
you know, of power on the inside, it's, you know, we have to use it to our advantage. It's been, you know, one of the areas that's difficult to rebound out of the zone. Uh, it's been one of our areas over the years that's given us a little bit of trouble. We've usually made up for the disparity in rebounds with our ability to turn people over. Um, you know, that's what coaches always said. Listen, when you play zone, you know, you're, you're going to be a little bit vulnerable to giving up some, some rebound chances. But because we're so active, we're also going to create a lot of turnover opportunities, too. And we created 19 of those last night. I mean, we did a great job defensively last night. That was our best performance. When you talk about Oakland and, you know, they're, they were having 82 points a game and, and we hold them to 50. You know, they're a pretty potent offense. And, um, you know, it was a, a great collective effort. And, and you know, we're going to have to do it that way. You know, obviously Tyus Battle's the alpha. and He's going to be a guy that's going to go out and, and be able to score some points for us. But, you know, we had three other guys in double figures. And we have one or two other guys that are capable of doing it too. Geno Thorpe's more than capable. Barham has proven he could do it. Um, you know, we still need to get Matty, Mo- Matt Moore going a little bit, but, um, you know, I like this team. I mean, they, they play pretty unselfishly. Um, you know, I think Frank Howard said it best after the last game that, you know, we have, we do have a defensive chemistry this year, and I think that's going to be hopefully our, our, you know, our strength and something we can hang our hat on as we move forward. Well, one of the things I saw the game before this that, that, that exposed a little bit was that quick alley-oop pass they were making to their center because he was also a big guy, and he had, you know, probably four or five inside quick feed dunks that without the presence of somebody big, but you know, they they don't have statistics for changing a guy's shot or creating a miss and certainly having that big man in the paint really, I I really like watching the team play. I mean, they, they really, you know, in the beginning watching them play, you know, Cornell and some of the, you know, Southern Connecticut's and stuff in the preseason. Yeah. Again, that that's a chemistry ball movement. Get your plays down, so kind of thing. But it's not a test. They looked really good last night, Jerry. They really did. Yeah, we were efficient. You know, when when you talk about, you know, we shot forty eight percent from the floor. But you know, I, I think everything gets magnified when we're that active defensively. It, you know, in in the seven footer from from Texas Southern, the kid Reed. Uh, you know, we knew going in. Uh, you know, and, and we scouted it quite a bit the, the prior day of, of, listen, we understand when they get in the paint, they look for this guy. This guy's capable. You know, the problem is when you get an easy high post touch, it puts those centers in such a difficult position. And, you know, do, you, do I come up and guard the high post or do I stay back and protect the rim? If I stay back, he has a shot or a drive. If I come up, he has a lob. You know, so I think early on when they got one early, this is as many as he got because I thought two of them he got in the second half were difficult, and he he was able to go up and catch them. But we also turned them over twice. You know, two times uh, the center faked up and stayed back, and they threw it, and we stole it. So it's kind of the give and take and and the beauty of of Coach's zone that he's always been able to adapt and change it as, you know, not not just – every game per opponent and, and your scouting report, but as the game progresses, he's always done such a great job of manipulating where guys are and changing it as we go, where we're vulnerable, let's change this, uh, where they're hurting us. So, um, yeah, he, uh, you know, the kid, Trayvon Reek, really finish it. And, 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 you know, we saw Pascal, those 7-2 guys, that they don't come around that often. And when you throw it up, you have those guys that are, are able to catch it and put it in. It's such a, a weapon, one that we – you know, on our side of the ball, we need to continue to utilize him. And you know, I thought we got him once. Frank got him for a lob last night, but we also missed him twice. Um, so there's well, more opportunity twi- for us. You missed him twice, but he also, instead of just alley-oop lobbing it, he took the ball in the low post, a small head fake, and just turned and dunked it anyway. He looked like Elijah one a couple of times, a young, a young Hakeem. 
Well, that goes back to his, you know, he, he's, he's improved. He really has. You know, I, I think, you know, being that big, as soon as you bring it down to your waist area, you're at our level now. And once you're at our level, we're going to dig and claw. And, and, and that's been the biggest progression for him is, is, you know, not just keeping the ball up, but he's, he's been able to power through, you know, a couple double teams. And, you know, O'Shea made a great drive along the baseline and dropped it off for him. He caught it and dunked it. Tyus Battle did the same thing. Great drive along the baseline. He caught it and dunked it. You know, they say a lot of times that sometimes it takes big guys a little bit longer. We saw a few years ago with Fab Mello, um, you know, the time he was a sophomore, I mean, it, it, it was a dramatic change in his, his ability to read things a step quicker. And I think that's where we are with Pascal. You know, this guy's, you know, we, we tend to forget he's, he's really essentially three years removed from playing, you know, with, with the transfer and then the eye injury. So, um, you know, big, big stride last night. We're, we're very, very happy with him. And, uh, he was everywhere. I mean, and, and, you know, the coach of Oakland said it as much after the game, you know, say what you want. That guy changes things. And, um, you know, now the, the exciting thing for me is if you can get Pascal to play, I mean, he, he doesn't need to be that great every night. Cause I think that's unrealistic because, cause he was so good. Um, but if, if he gives us that type of effort and that type of energy, and then you have Barama healthy, um, you know, that position, which gave us a few issues last year defensively, certainly, is turning around and looking like it could be a big strength of ours. Yeah, man, I'm very excited. Hey, listen, um, one thing I got to – well, there's two things quickly I'm going to bring up. Number one, there's been this whole thing, my theory on Dino Babers, and that he's done two years at one college, two years then he goes into Bowling Green, and now he's here in Syracuse. And my point was, you know what, if I'm him and I'm his agent, I'm moving now. So now I tell you that story because I used Bayheim as my example. If you're a Syracuse guy – and you've played at Syracuse, and Syracuse is your home, and you love the orange. You turn it into a 42-43, and Jim's going to stay until Jim goes. Is Jerry McNamara the heir apparent? Oh, you know, wait, you, you, I, I tell you, you just throw it right out there. Huh? I do, I'm not afraid, man. I'm coming down to shoot threes with you, by the way. I want the invitation to the practice league. 57 fat, and I can stick. I'm coming down. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you want that action. I don't know if you want. I can still shoot it. I can't run up and down the court. I don't want to play you. Bit. I don't want to play you. I just want to stand so I can say I stood next to the Mac and we shot. We do that. That's, that's all a, I want to do. That's a layup. As they Are say. you the answer your question? Are you the air parent enough to hook? Um, you know, I, I don't even think about it, to be quite honest with you. You know, I, the way I've kind of approached my, my situation at Syracuse is to, to you know, you know, at the end of the day, I need to make my players the best they can be. I've been very, very lucky since I've been here to work with some great players, some unbelievable kids, and we've had some excellent teams. Now, the last few years, um, you know, we hold ourselves to a high standard, and, and we take it very personally. So, um, you know, first and foremost, my only thought process is, you know, getting Syracuse back to where we need to be, and that's an NCAA tournament every year competing for national championships. That's my that's my sole focus right now. That starts every day in practice. It starts on the recruiting trail. It starts getting the right kids in here that we need in the future, which we're you know heading in the right direction. Uh, we have a young core uh, that we feel like after last night's game, you get a little bit more positive about because you can start to see them coming together a little bit, certainly on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, we're not even near where we can be. Um, so, so you know, I, I don't think about those things. I just try to be the best I can and make my players – um, you know, the best they could be with the way we work out, the way we approach film. And, uh, you know, you do those things. And, you know, listen, do I want to be a head coach one day? Absolutely. No question. So, um, you know, that, that, that's, that, that'll take care of itself when, when time comes. Right now my focus is, is on the present.
Well, I got to tell you, been a fan since the very, very beginning. Four years, never missed a start, blood and guts, and one of the greatest basketball players to ever wear the orange. I'm a big fan, man. I really am. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate that. Thanks for coming on, Mac. Thank you so All much, right, Jerry. We'll talk to you next week, man. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. See you.